This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. On February 6, 1840, an important document was signed at Waitangi, known as Te Tiriti o Waitangi. This document was a covenant between the many hapu of Aotearoa and the British Crown. It acknowledged the ongoing authority of hapu to govern themselves, tino rangatiratanga, and created a new form of governance, kawanatanga, that granted the Crown the right to govern non-Māori. Te Tiriti provides a framework for peaceful coexistence in a rapidly changing world. The story that had led up to this day was one of intrepid journeys, violence, drama and possibility. While there were instances of respectful cultural exchange and friendship, the assumption of superiority by European colonisers led to actions that created misunderstandings and mamai hurt that, for many, continue to this day. These episodes played out featuring a diverse cast of characters whose actions shaped our present day and will continue to reverberate into our future. One such episode in 1793 was the kidnapping of two Māori, warrior Huru Kotiki and priest Tuki Tahua, Tuki, who were taken from the Bay of Islands to Norfolk Island in the hope that they could teach Governor Philip Gidley King the proper techniques to dress and treat harakeke, also known as the European linen flax. At that time, Europeans sought harakeke for clothing, canvas and rope. To Māori, it also has a deeper meaning and is often used as a metaphor for family bonds. There is a Māori saying, Kua tupu te pā harakeke, meaning the flax plantation is growing, which means that a family is being successfully raised. Essential to Māori daily life, harakeke was considered a most valuable resource. It was used predominantly for mats and baskets. The muka, when stripped down to its fibres, was used to make clothing, footwear, fishing nets, traps and ropes. After further processing, it could be made into cloaks as soft as cotton, and dyes made from tree bark or leaves were used to colour these beautiful garments. The roots were crushed and used medicinally as a disinfectant, laxative and healing balm. Honey nectar from the flowers made a delicious sweet drink. In April 1793, Lieutenant Hanson sailed into the Bay of Islands on his ship, Daedalus. Huru and Tuki had paddled out in their canoe to take a closer look at the ship. Hanson lured them on board by offering them iron tools, and although hesitant at first, their natural inquisitiveness got the better of them. Offered a meal, they went below deck, and while they were distracted, the ship set sail. Finding themselves trapped, Huru and Tuki became frantic and kicked out the windows of the cabin hoping to leap to their freedom, but they were overpowered. The ship sailed onto Port Jackson, Sydney. From there they journeyed on another ship to Norfolk Island where Governor King was residing. Unfortunately for King, it turned out that Huru and Tuki knew very little about how to work with harakeke because flax work was carried out by the wahine of the tribe. 
It would breach tapu for men to touch or even be near weaving when it was in progress. However, in the seven months they spent on Norfolk Island, they developed an amicable friendship with King and his wife Anna while being treated as honoured guests rather than captives. Tuki helped prepare maps and explained some of the geographical tribal boundaries within New Zealand. They learned some of each other's language and customs. Their presence on the island changed the narrow impression many Europeans had of Māori as ferocious cannibals. Despite this, Huru and Tuki desperately missed their home and longed to return to their beloved Aotearoa. Convincing the British Admiralty of the potential possibilities of trade with New Zealand, King was given permission to make the four-day journey to New Zealand. Finally, Huru and Tuki could return home. They arrived at North Cape on 12th of November 1793 and were greeted by six large waka. Tuki and Huru were instantly recognised and embraced. Over the next few days, many Māori arrived to greet the returned sons and the visitors. Many gifts were exchanged. Even though the association had begun with a kidnapping, the overall episode had been largely positive. A friendship between peoples had begun, which would continue on into the future. (laughs) ¶¶